0: Welcome to the Get Real with Dam Dam podcast. This is a podcast that allows like minded Christian youths to share and express themselves the godly way, edifying, lifting, and drawing souls closer to Christ while talking about every and anything. Sit back and listen as I present your host, Dam Dam. Hi everyone and welcome to the Get Real with Dam Dam podcast. I'm glad to be back. I'm happy to be back. This is the 7th episode, so we are 7 episodes stronger. And I know it's been a while. I will tell you all about it. But first, let me welcome everyone and let you know that I missed you all. I know you missed me too. I missed you all and trust me I didn't go I didn't go away forever. We are back, we are back, we are back. So this is the let's catch up episode. This episode will just be gisting and talking and catching up on all that we have missed and perhaps trending topics. You know, things have been happening on social media of late. So, let's get right to it. As you can tell from my voice, I'm excited. I'm excited for quite a number of things. And one of, one of which is I'm alive, I'm well, I'm healed, I'm hearty, I'm doing good, I'm fine, I'm great. I'm, I'm happy talking to every one of you it's it feels good it feels this just what i love to do and you know it just feels great i i know it's been a while so our last episode was in december and what i had in mind was to give everyone time to you know absorb it and take it all in entering the new year feeling refreshed rejuvenated energized feeling new and all of that so i gave i felt to give the whole of january for you know that episode february came by so fast and you know my birthday was on the 14th of february and i had to go for a training i had to go for a six weeks program a digital training sponsored by the lagos State education trust fund I'm called by Street Project Foundation and the name of the training is Digital Amazon. So in other words, I am a digital Amazon. Let's give it up for me, give it up for me, give it up for me, I am a digital Amazon, it isn't easy. Okay, so it was like a six weeks program, not too long, right? But trust me, it was intense. Nobody prepared me for the intensity of this program. It was worth my time, my sweat, my energy, my everything that I put into that training. It was worth it all. I'm glad I took up that training. I am certified now. I'm a certified. i don't worry, I'll let you know in all let you know the courses I'm certified in. But first. I need to let you guys know that it was a drill there's nothing like it's not a drill it was a drill ha I'm not I'm not exaggerating I I wish maybe one of these one of these episodes perhaps the next or maybe the episode after the next I'm gonna bring in one of the friends that I made from this program to give you guys the gist of this whole thing And to let you know, it's not to scare you, but it's just to prepare you. It's free. You can register for it and you'll be called up for an interview. You know, I think the interview is just basically to have a feel of what you have in mind and to also set your expectations of the program. Although nobody, nobody, nobody really, really gave details of the intensity of the program, but. I mean i like to be surprised not rude shockers but i like to be surprised and i'm happy i challenged myself and i didn't know that i had this much potential in me i mean it brought out the best version of myself it brought out the best creative side of me it brought out things that i didn't know i could do it brought out everything hidden you know and i'm 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 glad i I went through this drill i'm better for it apart from the certification i am better for it you know so there are basically eight courses i think eight or nine courses and they were also they were also intense so what made it intense was the assignments back to back to back to back you know classwork back to back to back at some point you're doing uh presentations back to back i mean it's like as one is coming you are not you haven't even absorbed that one another one is coming and it was every day monday to friday for six weeks So it was, it was, it was quite intense, trust me, it was, it was, it was good, it was worth it. I just, I just want to prepare your mind in case you are considering going for it so that your mind is well prepared, you are adequately equipped with the right information. So basically, like I said, nine courses and we had project management, copywriting, content writing, storytelling, video editing, photography, graphics design, enterprise development, digital marketing. Yes, those are the nine, those are the nine courses. So in between the course, I just realized that I needed to create a niche for myself. Not like I didn't have one before, but something more like my identity something that people can identify me with and i can identify myself with as well so i stuck with i not i stuck i decided to take to content writing creative writing i have been writing before now i mean i have i had a blog which it's something I'll talk about maybe in subsequent episodes, but I had a blog I was running before. You know, one thing led to another, and it didn't. That didn't work out, and I had, you know, content I was putting out there for reading pleasure, and it was it was quite fulfilling. It's, I'm going to resume that blogging in a very, very short while. I'm just trying to work out some modalities and all of that. But basically, it was quite fulfilling. So I've been writing right before now and obviously podcast host. And I have, you know, <laughs> I just... It wasn't so much of a big deal for me, I just stayed there. But with this program, it made me feel like, nah, it's not a big deal anymore. It's not a small thing anymore, it's a big deal. This one is a big deal. I have to put it out there for so people can know, can see, and can feel what I'm about. Apart from the pretty face dummy and just the writer dummy. What else? You know, what else? What stuff are you made of? So, with that, I picked interesting copywriting, content writing, creative writing, storytelling, project management, digital marketing. And trust me, digital marketing is... uh, The digital marketing class was literally for a week, sometimes a whole day in a week, in in a day... And it was intense, but it brought out something that I didn't know was there. So I'm, I'm better for it. And it's a, it's a very interesting course. It's, it's interesting. It's something that, you know, can take you places, believe me. Apart from the whole course, you know, the whole intensity... I had to write an exam in between, and, you know, it stressed me a lot. I was literally holding myself from falling ill, like, damn, you can't fall ill, Damn, you can't fall ill, Damn, you cannot fall ill, do not fall ill. It was, it's like, I was holding myself so much so that, immediately after the program, the very next day, I fell ill, you know, I just broke down, like... I just felt ill for like two weeks, and like I said, this is me just gisting you what I have been up to. So I'm kind of like putting things in perspective, giving details of what's up, what I why I was away for quite a while, and you know what I what juicy information I came back with. So it was quite it's quite intense and it was quite interesting i made amazing friends i met people interesting people unforgettable people especially one person that (laughs) yeah i think it was yesterday we were just just there said i forgot i said babe you are unforgettable forget i know that i'm not i've not been keeping in touch as much as i should Or I mean, as much as I should or would love to, but that doesn't mean I've forgotten you. I mean, I was in my mind, I'm I'm talking to you. I've just not actioned it, like I've just not put put it to action, you know. But nah, I can't forget you. She made an impression, and it just stuck. She's just my kind of person. She's got she's got it. She's got passion, she's got energy, she's quite interesting, she's quite the person you just would love to be around, except maybe, uh, um, I don't know, except maybe a sadist, perhaps. Well, maybe not, not everyone would like everyone, so it's normal, it's normal, but I mean, I felt that way at the beginning, but by the time we started getting acquainted, And we got to know each other better. I found out that, oh, she's such an amazing person. And there were two other people too that um, I just gelled with. And, you know, it's just been like that. So, apart from the whole program, you just meet people that you just stick with for life, you know. So, that's the beauty of life. It gives you... Sometimes it throws lemons at you. All you just need to do is make lemonade out of it. It's not as easy as that, I know. But it's life. You have to rough rough it out. You give up at your own peril. So that's, that's about that. You know, the training and all. And it lasted for six weeks, like I said. From February 14th till like the end of March. And then i had to attend to other things i had to begin to prepare myself you know i just had to put things in order I put my house in order and then here we are so we we didn't we are not going anywhere it's you and i for for life you know you and i you my lovely listeners and myself dam dam your beautiful host we are here together so i didn't i didn't abandon you like i mean how can i i just had to attend to stuff so now that that has been that now that that is out of the way what has been happening hmm, a lot actually the internet has just been buzzing buzzing a lot has been happening a lot of things happened in recent times and i felt like ah i need to come and talk about this with my beautiful listeners because i mean my opinion right my own opinion everyone is entitled to their opinion but based on how i assessed the issue i felt like this is it this is what I think it is with regards to the things that we'll be talking about today. So the first on the list of the things that we're talking about today is the late Minister Osnachi's ordeal with domestic violence. So the moment her death was announced and, you know, all of that, In the initially speculations were said that she died from throat cancer. Later, it came out that it was as a result of domestic violence that she died. The last straw on the back was when the husband hit her on the chest and I think she collapsed or you know, so she was rushed to the hospital. She was in coma for a few days before she passed on so I, I was just you not know, thinking about it and okay i didn't think about it for like that immediately until everyone started coming up excuse me everyone started coming up and saying domestic violence is bad is a crime leave if you're a victim please don't stay your life is important it is demon you know a lot of things were coming up people we were speaking. People started to speak. You know, fathers in the faith, mothers in the faith, men and women of God. You know, motivational speakers here and there. Everyone had something to say, which I think is it's good. It's good that this kind of thing poured a lot of reactions from people, and I'm I'm i i support that everyone should leave i mean the victims should leave the abused should leave the abuser it's important you know your life is at stake if i mean we wished that she left minister Osnachi left earlier she probably would have survived or she probably would still be alive today but that didn't happen, and, you know, it is what it is right now. I have an opinion about it, like I said earlier. I was, I mean, support of you leaving. Uh, by all means, please leave. Ah, uh, Don't still leave, leave like, leave. Leave like your life depends on on it. However i was trying to look at it from the angle of the aspect because people were like why didn't she leave we begged her we did this we did that they were like indirectly blaming blaming her and i felt it was insensitive of people to be blaming the abused if you've not been in a situation you are not in any position to judge what your possible reaction will be you just never know you know because people are like why did she leave because of children because of this because of that i felt that yes yeah everyone is saying she should have left should have saved her life should have saved her children and all of that but have we thought about the possible reasons why she didn't leave first and foremost leaving is not as easy as people make it seem it's not an easy decision Especially if the abused has I mean the abused yeah the abuse has been worked on. The abuser has worked on their mind and has said that they can't leave. If they leave, nobody will take them, nobody will listen to them, nobody will believe them. And when I say abused, I'm not it's not gender specific because even men get abused by their spouses so it's both genders men women they should leave so but then the the abuser has walked on the mind of the abused saying you can't leave if you leave who will take you nobody will believe you and you are nothing without me i made you this one that one i love I, I love you you are the one that is making me do this It's your fault you know all sorts of things are being said and they are, and it's been said over time It's not something that is said once or twice or three times that you can just quickly ignore. It's been said over time, one too many times, and it just sinks in. It just sinks in, except, except, of course, except, it's very rare, very rare for an abused to decide that, oh, my God, I, I cannot stay in this type of environment. I must leave. I must leave. It's rare. It, I say it's very rare because a lot of the times, they don't. They don't leave. Some even feel like their own abuse, abusive situation is better than another person's own. That mine is not that bad. Shebe is just slaps and shouting. I own I was really bad. She eventually died. I've heard it. It's not hearsay. I have heard situations like that, and it's quite worrisome in the sense that you would feel for the this for the victim. So it's not something, it's not a time for you to give up. You have to keep supporting the person, keep talking to the person, keep being on the person's neck, keep being there for the person, and keep helping the person see that this situation you are in is bad and it can lead to your death. Your children will suffer for it. Your family will suffer for it. are at stake. Everything will just go wrong if you keep staying in this kind of situation. A lot of the times, they don't even want to seek help because they feel like it's their fault. They are the ones causing the situation based on what they've been told so they just you know they just feel that way and they just want to you know stay try and make it work after all it's my fault i have to make it work that kind of thing so i was thinking of possible reasons why she may not have left as people were cajoling and begging and pleading her to you know number one is perhaps the guilt of disobedience who knows who knows Maybe God told her, don't marry this man, he's not good for you. He will destroy your life. It will it will it will lead to an unfortunate death situation. I mean God is all knowing, He sees all the end from the beginning, so He knows a man's heart inside out, He knows what that man is capable. Of. When I say man, I'm not referring to gender, man as in creation. He knows what that man is capable of doing. Even in 10, 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now, he knows it. He knows what will happen 30 years from now. So, disobeying God is is at your own risk. But that doesn't mean that because you have disobeyed and you are facing the consequences, he will now fold his arms and watch you suffer no that's not god he is merciful our god is merciful the moment we come to him to cry for mercy he's he he, he would he would always come to our rescue he would definitely reach out to you to help you so it's not he's not he's not a god of war he's not a wicked god It's not i not I, I don't know but he's that's not god god is too so tender too merciful and he's he's you know he's just compassionate for all of that you know aggression i i don't i maybe i don't have the right words for it right now but i want to believe i'm passing a message across to whoever is listening to this, this podcast yeah probably my yours might not be abuse. It just might be another thing. You are probably in a situation whereby you were told not to do this thing. The evidence, the red flags were glaring. It was so obvious that this thing you lead to doom. But you went in anyway, and now it feels like you are stuck. You feel like maybe God is punishing you for disobeying. Maybe feel like God will not forgive you for disobeying, or God will not hear you, or God will not help you. That's not true. That is a lie from the pit of hell. As in, that is the devil telling you lies. It is not true in any way or form. God is merciful, even to the worst of sinners. He is merciful. The moment you cry out to Him for mercy, he's willing to help you there's nothing like it's my fault i disobeyed so i'm stuck no you're not stuck you can get out it's never too late for anyone never too late never too late you know so perhaps she was stuck in that guilt of disobedience and she probably thought, Ah, oh, God is against divorces. I cannot leave my husband. If I do, he'll be angry with me, and something like that. Not when your life is at stake. Not when your life is at stake. He will do everything in his power to save you. Sometimes all we just need to do is reach out, and we are we are out of the situation yes the scars of this disobedience will be there the consequences will be there it will be staring us in the face we've all been there i have been there personally i have had situations where i, I mean and this stuff and this thing was staring me in the face yes human i mean human beings stuff will happen but that doesn't mean that you are stuck there for life there's nothing like that number two is church maybe the church wasn't helpful i don't know i'm not i wasn't there this is just my own personal opinion about the whole situation and perhaps this is the only thing that we'll talk about today i don't know if time permits you know we'll move on to something else but i just feel like i need to reach out to people listening out there maybe the church wasn't helpful maybe maybe it's not possible that the church wouldn't have known what she was going through there were one or two people three people four people that knew about it and would have you no know, spoken to the church elders and all of that so maybe, maybe, just maybe she was told, ah, sister, you cannot leave all. If you leave, <clears throat> who would believe you? It would be a stain on the body of Christ. It would be this, it would be that. And may, and perhaps after that, she would be banned from ministry. From the way she ministered, from the she she ministered in songs. So from the way she ministered, from the way she you know, gave herself to ministering and speaking to the people, you could tell that that was her life. That was all she knew to do. That was her calling. That was everything. That was her essence. That was like everything she was made of. So imagine cutting out from that. It would probably make her life miserable. How would she do it? Where would she start from? No, so many things she thought about she must have thought about and this is just one of it. And maybe maybe the elders were not I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe they were not helpful. Maybe they told her that uh you, you pray, keep praying, he will change. That kind of situation. It's good for you to pray, but pray from a distance. As in be be away from harm's way first. Then we can now talk about praying. And maybe just maybe the Lord will touch his heart and he will change. I don't know. But be away from harm's way first. The society, who would have absorbed her? Who would have absorbed her children? Although, right now, if you ask me, Those children, they need therapy. And I'm not talking about one month, two months, three months therapy. I'm talking about a year. They need talking to for a whole year because the kind of things those children were saying, I'm afraid the extent of damage the whole situation has done to them. So they need constant talking to and more importantly they need prayers they need to be prayed for they need help gosh must have thought who would help me who would help my children who would absorb me where will i start from are you going to are you going to feed me are you going to take care of me are you going to get you no know, all those things so many doubts so many worries so many concerns you know would. the society what would people say they would judge me this that, that they wouldn't understand it wouldn't know i was running for my life the same with the lady who left her one day marriage because uh, you know the man got drunk on their wedding night and he slapped her and she in her own way felt like this thing has happened once it can happen again no way i can i will not go through this and she left and people were judging her people are throwing stones at her we tend to forget easily you know we tend to forget easily forgetting that there are people out there who have gone through similar situations or maybe even worse and we judge them It's her why didn't she know before now yes maybe the signs were there maybe it wasn't Maybe the red flags were there, maybe it wasn't. I believe that's a a different kind of conversation, like knowing what to look out for before settling down. You know, a lot of people have been saying, don't just say I do because you are desperate or because you are under pressure or because time is no longer on your side or because your parents said so, or because friends think so, or because time is ticking. You don't just say I do you have to open your eyes because even the ones that the best of the best men there are still issues not now talk of when you marry the worst of the worst i mean when you marry a terrible man when you marry you know or or terrible woman it goes both ways when you marry a terrible man or a terrible woman or when you marry your enemy you know because i was just thinking about this thing and i felt like this woman married her enemy nobody can tell me otherwise obviously this man is her enemy or was her enemy because i mean how do you explain the things the despicable things he did to her and the worst part of it is that he's not feeling any remorse he's still trying to cover up and still insisting that she was ill even if she was ill let's assume yes she was ill she was sick for a long time did he tell her family he did he inform them that this is what is happening you know, and all of that did he inform friends okay maybe he didn't want to leave friends but her family she didn't drop from the sky. she had a family she has a family i mean i heard that he cut out from her family but i mean these things they are happening every day and they are happening everywhere and they are happening to even people beside us close to us not too far from us so we need to we need to be kind we need to show compassion we need we need to be there for each other and like i said earlier for an abused person don't give up on them you need to keep being there for them because they need to see the light until they eventually come to the knowledge of knowing that the knowledge or the realization that this situation they are in is dangerous to them. You just need to keep being there for them. I mean, life is going, is going on for every other person. They, they will definitely feel stuck. They'll feel like life is happening to every other person. What happens to me? then the next is to pack their their bags and go back he has begged he will change or she has begged she will change that kind of situation but don't, don't say I wash my hands off you no please whatever you do never get to that point where you say you wash your hands off them no don't give up if they are going to pack their bags and go back go back there pack their bags and you know just support them in whatever way you can that is that's what we need support 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 we need to support each other we need to be there for uh, each other we need to know that we are there for each other it's unfortunate that this happened but like i said I, i mentioned the possible reasons why she probably didn't consider living yes the children are worse for it yes they are but that doesn't mean that we should give up because i mean it's a different ball game I, I, i don't pray we find ourselves in such a situation but if we have someone in that situation we should support them it's a different ball game it is believe me it is i've not been in that kind of situation before but i've heard i've heard stories and i try to imagine i try to know what what is going on in this person's mind there has to be something happening to them it has to be something that has been said to them over time that is making them feel like their world revolves around this abuser So, well, time did not permit us to go on to the other topics and, you know, address all that's been happening, but I know in the next episode, we'll definitely talk about it and just maybe I won't be coming alone. I would probably be coming in with someone. It's been a long time coming. So, I expect you know expect something wonderful in the next episode once again i'm glad to be back with you all and i'm here to stay i'm not going anywhere it's been a refreshing time i love and i enjoy doing this i love it i love doing this i enjoy doing it i'm happy to be doing this sharing my thoughts experiences you know and at the end of it all i just have to let you know that jesus loves you no matter what that's the whole idea that's the whole essence of all of this we bring in societal issues but we have to just let you know that jesus is the way jesus is the truth and jesus is the life there is no other way if you're doing life without jesus it is a dangerous thing you need Jesus in your life. You need him. You can't do life without him. It's, it's miserable. It's not the easiest. Like imagine how hard life is. Imagine how like hard life is. And doing it without him. It's <laughs> that's bad. That's a disaster. If one okay so I don't want us to misconstrue what I'm about to say or misunderstand what I am about to say but based on the scripture that says in this world you will have tribulations but be of good shape or I have overcome the world. With Jesus on our side, with God partnering with Jesus, it is he makes all the difference it's hard it's tough there are days where you want to give up you want to faint you want to be weary you want to you know lord why 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 is this happening to me that's that's the tribulation he's talking about that's why he said it will not be easy but but faith is what makes all the difference trust is what makes all the difference trusting him And trusting him to lead lead you. And then letting him know that, okay, Lord, yes, I know it's tough, it's hard, it's this, it's that. But I trust you. I know that you would not abandon me. Even when it looks like it, he would not abandon you. Now to imagine life without God. Hey, God, that is, that is, I don't know how to explain it i've been there you know trying to do life without him it is a disaster that will consume you eventually so please whatever you do hold on to god trust in him have faith in him believe in him hold on to him we are in times where things are happening and it will keep getting worse but we have jesus our anchor He will strengthen us no matter what the situation is. That is why you have to have him. With him, all the difference, the difference is clear. Everything just, life is better with him. Trust me. Just believe me and just take my word for it. Life is better with him. Take my word for it. So on this note, I'd like to say... I welcome you all back, and I welcome myself back too. I mean, I was the one that was away for a while, so I welcome myself back, and I'm glad to have you listen in on this podcast. Please keep listening. Don't forget to like, to share, and to follow to stay tuned, and to you know keep 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 it on lockdown. You know. I love you all. I still remain your favorite host, Dam Dam. And I um, I just love you all. So, this is me signing out. Bye.